Welcome to the Fly Crate Podcast, brought to you by the Fly Crate, the easiest way to discover new trout flies. To learn more about their monthly fly club and online shop, visit www.theflycrate.com. Hello everyone, my name is Nathaniel Treichler, and welcome to another episode of the Guide Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about four lessons from Colton Orbacher about fall and winter fly fishing. So, winter's here. Everyone knows it. It's snowing in Montana, and yesterday we just got hit with a a flurry. But winter puts off a lot of people. It's almost like they fall off the face of the earth. But it's a blast. It's always good to get out if you get cabin fever and all that. But what's great about winter is the fact that not a whole lot of people go out, which means you have the whole water all to yourself. You don't have to worry about fighting for space. So there's actually a really good article that we published in our online magazine by Colton Orbacher. It's entitled, Four Easy Fly Fishing Lessons for Fall, and it is easily applicable to winter fly fishing. And you can find that in the, you can find the link in the description below, or you can go to theflycrate.com forward slash blog. Not only is Colton a very talented fly fisherman, but he's also a good friend of mine, and and he's also a co-host of the podcast here when I can't make it on air. He's actually trying to get me to come up to New York State to go uh, fishing for steelhead with him. One of these weekends here, I'll I'll make it up there. <laughs> I'll need to uh, pack for Arctic weather. And we all know it gets pretty damn cold up in New York. So here's tip number one. Bait fish are for big fish. Typically, you're not going to get big fish on 26 size midges. I mean, you can, but more often than not, a streamer is going to win the day rather than a 26 size midge. So, and don't forget, browns, salmon, and steelhead are all going to be making their way up and migrating for spawning beds. So they're going to be a little bit more territorial. But please do not intrude on the red. You'll be able to tell when you're walking into a red because all the pebbles and sand are all pushed away. So it just reveals the sandy bottom. It's, if you look at it, it's a, a white patch area that looks like it's been cleared. And while the browns, salmon, and steelhead are making their migration upstream to their spawning areas, they're going to be very territorial. They're going to chase anything that comes in front of them. So this is a great chance for you to toss some big streamers for those uh, streamer junkies out there. <laughs> even even though a, a size 10 woolly bugger will do the trick mo- more, st- more often than not, you can, you can have a bit of fun with some articulated streamers. We actually have a few in our online fly shop. There's one called, oddly enough, the Beef Curtain. And we also have one of my favorites, which is a, uh, is a single hook articulated streamer. It's called Shoemaker Shimmering Minnow. It was designed by Brian Shoemaker here in Susquehanna Valley, and it's originally a bass pattern, but it's an incredible trout fly pattern as well. You can actually find the link for both of those patterns in the show notes below. And that brings us to tip number two, and this is simple. Guys, don't don't give up. Like, winter is a lot more difficult than spring and summer. In the summer, you can make two to three passes, and eventually you'll have something take your fly. But in the winter, it may take over like a dozen drifts. Even if they're the best presented, odds are you probably will have to work much harder. But nature makes it easier on us. See, when trout make their way up a stream, they often hold in places to rest for a bit. So this makes them concentrated in deep pools. So you can make your your runs through these. And often you'll find that you'll have more luck in these concentrated pools. But also don't be afraid to keep moving. And that brings us to tip number three, be the delivery guy. Colton actually made a really good reference in the article. He says to think of trout as a lazy couch potato that would rather have pizza and chips delivered to him rather than walk half a mile to the store to get something to eat. 
fish will plop themselves into the stream that is most efficient. This means that you're going to have to present the fly literally right on its nose. Trout really don't care what you give them in the winter as long as it's right in front of their face. So it's more about presentation rather than the pattern that you present. And that's why it may take dozens of drifts right in front of their face in order for them to actually eat it. And lastly, tip number four, don't be afraid of the cold. It's not too bad as long as you're prepared. Cold weather still produces fish. It's all about tactics and more about like your technical work and presentation than anything else. So as long as you can survive your guides freezing over and your flies literally becoming frozen meat, then you're fine. One big tip that I have for that is just to wear proper gloves. One, one thing that can make it or break it is if your fingers are frozen and you can't feel them anymore. So don't be afraid to check out the article. I'm going to post the link in the show notes below or to the left. That's it for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Please feel free to shoot me a question by going to our Contact Us page or a live chat option in the right-hand side of the screen if you're on the site, and I'll be more than happy to answer it. But before I go... I wanted to thank all our new members out there, so shout out to you guys. We've gotten a bunch in the past few days here who've taken advantage of our amazing offer. If you haven't heard, we're giving each new member of our Trout Bum Plan a barbless Euro-nymphing assortment absolutely free your first month. It's totally up for grabs, so take advantage of it too and join our monthly fly club. And that being said, I'll see you tomorrow.